0: Hello and welcome to the latest DAC Beechcroft's LawCast. My name
1: is Rod Richards, Head of Business Development for the Claim Solutions Group at DAC Beechcroft. In this episode, Emma Fuller, our Head of Vehicle Hire and Damage, is joined by her colleague, Helen Mason, our Head of Vehicle Hire and Damage Fraud, to reflect on the key themes of 2021 and to discuss what is in store in 2022. Welcome to our latest Vehicle Hire and Damage podcast, and this time we're reflecting on 2021 and also um, discussing what we think is in store for 2022.
0: So I am Emma Fuller, I'm partner and head of Vehicle Hire and Damage at DSC Beechcraft. And I'm Helen Mason, partner in the Vehicle Hire and Damage team, and I'm also head of Vehicle Hire Fraud. So Emma, what's been your main takeaways of 2021?
1: Um, So for me, there's been two main themes, really. I think the first one is change. So many changes that we've all had to deal with, um, whether that be obviously the whiplash reforms, um, changes to um, the costs which are going to be um, coming in next year, um, changes to the highway code. It's, it's been endless, really. And obviously all this creates some air of uncertainty. The main theme, actually, though, is one of inflation. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen um, in the press recently, Willis Towns Watson are reporting claims inflations increased by 6.1% for motor insurers um, during the first half of 2021. Um, so obviously whilst lockdowns led to a drop in the motor claims volumes, um, they found that actually the cost of settling claims continued to increase um, during the pandemic.
0: And what, what do you think has been the main reasons for this?
1: The main um, general reason is a change in the mix of accident type post pandemic. So for example, um, cyclist claims, obviously, um, lots of people um, got a bike during um, lockdown. Um, And if you have an accident with a bike, then that claim is going to be a lot more expensive. So um, double, we've had double cyclist claims, obviously, that um, has had a massive impact on claims inflation. Actually, in our arena, um, this inflation is all driven by an increase in damage claims, um, which, again, according to Willis House Watson, has increased um, by the fastest rate ever over the last 18 months. So it's 8.2% inflation on vehicle damage claims um, during the first half of um, 2021. Um, and that's then 8.4% in, in 2020. So, you know, we're talking about kind of astronomical rates of inflation in the area that we work in um, over the last two years. And it's, it's almost a £1,000 a claim increase since 2019. So, um, you know, huge, huge numbers we're talking about here, which is which is going to have a huge impact on all of us. Um you know the decrease in frequency of claims is, is negating some of this um, and of course the whiplash reforms extension of fixed travel costs that like I mentioned earlier all of these things are really positive and, and obviously is going to drive down claim spend um, but the concern is with the frequency on the rise again with claims volumes um, is this inflation going to negate any financial benefit the insurers
0: are insurers are
1: actually getting from the reforms.
0: And you mentioned there about the increase in damage costs where specifically is this coming from? At uh, all angles, really, um, but the main culprit is definitely repairs. And what's the main reason for
1: the increase in repair costs? Uh, again, um, multiple reasons, unfortunately, um, but the main one has been supply chain issues and getting hold of parts. So, obviously, COVID, rising costs of imports post-Brexit, um, all resulted in dramatically reduced circulation of, of new vehicles and um, motor parts. So, um, and the lack of parts and materials, obviously, resulted in delays in repairs. So, not only are we getting hit on the repair and um, total loss values, but we're also um, getting hit on um, increased hire and storage periods because of all of those delays that are coming from kind of supply chain issues or the general increasing in cost in parts. Um, typically, um, kind of looking before Brexit and COVID, if we were struggling to repair a car or there were huge delays or we couldn't get hold of a part, you might look to total loss that vehicle um, if, the, if you can make the maths work. But unfortunately, we've also seen huge price hikes in secondhand cars. Um, so making that decision to total loss of a repairable vehicle um, isn't as easy as it may have been two years ago. Um, lots of reasons for the kind of delays and um with new cars so getting new cars is difficult like I said um the cost of second-hand cars has gone up hugely um I'm told I'm no engineer so but I am told that it's a shortage of semiconductors and chips as well um is to blame for delays in car manufacturing and I know I know I know personally lots of people who are waiting for months and months and months to get new vehicles at the moment um which I know is very frustrating but again um is also resulting in huge higher periods unfortunately so that's the first issue, kind of the actual cost and getting hold of new vehicles or parts. But then actually, the second issue, um, there's also a huge lack of skilled mechanics and professionals um, at the moment, again, partly caused by Brexit. Um, Again, partly caused by um, COVID and people have been able to work from home. Obviously, lots of people have have kind of changed what they want to do for for jobs. Um, And also, electronic vehicles and more complex vehicles to repair. Lots of people don't have the skills to repair those. So, we're also seeing a huge issue um, with lack of people actually being able to repair the cars. So, that's all resulting again, extended tire periods, um, extended repair periods where cars are just sat on the forecourt waiting to, to be repaired. So, the third issue. Um, I've just touched on it briefly, is actually in relation to advancing vehicle technology so again electronic vehicles um improvement in motor technologies you know cars have got so many different parts now um, that cost a lot of money and also um take a lot of time to fit um so with technology constantly evolving um that's probably an area that is going to get worse as well so you know electronic vehicles um you know we're all struggling um in relation to intervention on those and also finding um supply chains that can deal with repairs quickly so um kind of a Uh, a a bit of a storm really of all all three parts of this is is impacting
0: hugely on the inflation that we're seeing. Well that all sounds pretty gloomy I have to say Emma. Um, You've also just mentioned the impact all of this is having on hire and storage. Can you elaborate on that in a little bit more detail?
1: Yeah, sure. And I mean, yes, it does all sound very gloomy. Um, and I've had various conversations with various insurers over the last few months discussing this and saying what a hard time um, we are having in the hire and damage arena. We know where our colleagues in injury cost spenders going down because of the reforms and it, all that seems to be coming back on us. So, yeah, it is a bit gloomy, but there are lots of things we can do to mitigate that. So I will come on to that. Um, but going back to your point around um, hiring and storage. Yes, all of this um, is having an impact. So, you know, you put all the issues I've just discussed together. And repair times are, of course, going to be lengthened. So this is resulting in soaring quite a higher costs. So the inflation that we've seen in repair, we are also seeing um, on higher end storage claims. Thankfully, at the moment, we are only seeing increases in higher claimed values. Um, paid has remained static, which is great. Um, really good news. But obviously, this is something that we all need to keep an eye on. Um, we still need to um, validate and sanitise those higher invoices and not just you know, expect to see some inflation. So just accept the higher values. We still need to be reviewing them and challenging them when necessary.
0: Yeah, definitely good that we're not seeing the amounts. Uh, paid for hire increasing, which is really positive. Um, so let's stick with that positivity um, <laughs> and, and move away from the, the doom and gloom. Um, what solutions do we have out there that we can utilise?
1: Uh, well, green parts um, is absolutely something that we all need to um, try and, and evolve and develop with. Um, it's something that's been in place for some time, really gaining traction recently. Um, obviously, this provides um, much easier access to availability of parts and it is just becoming more of a solution than ever before um, because of the, the issues that we're having in getting hold of parts for some vehicles. Um, so. I can't really see a downside to the green part strategy, to be honest. Um, You know, it's great for the environment. It's great for claim spend. It's also great from a customer experience, um, you know, getting your customers back on the road as quickly as possible, third parties back on the road as quickly as possible. So um, having a robust green part strategy um, from a claim and a first party perspective is is really, really important to try and counteract some of the inflation that we're seeing. Another area um, to to focus on um, is in relation to supply chain, Um, just making sure that you've got, you know, a really, really good supply chain, really good relationships with um, garages and also vehicle providers um, so that you are kind of, working with them, making sure that they can provide the services you need, whether that be, um, you know, electronic vehicle repairs or just making sure that your supply chain is fully resourced so that if a car is going into your supply chain, that car repair is turned around quickly, put back on the road. So not only are you um, proving customer satisfaction, but also um, negating any higher and storage claim that may be associated to that. Um, and then, of course, the higher and damage point that we made earlier on, so, um, of course, all this stuff is having an impact on hiring storage, as I've said. Um, this one is easier to fix and it's something, you know, again, it's not this isn't rocket science, but investing in intervention and making proactive attempts to place the claimant into your own network is just more important than ever. And that is um, you know, absolutely where resource should be at the moment. Um, you know, working with a fully resourced um, supply chain again. So, electronic vehicles, for example, making sure that you have um, suppliers that can put their parties into electronic vehicles if that's what they want, if that's what's been damaged. Um, so, all of these things um, can make a real impact in in making sure that any inflation we're seeing is driven down as much as possible. Um, another area um, to look at um, is quite a high protocols. So, um, we know that some protocols have. Um, periods you can't argue periods obviously those sorts of things do need to be looked at um all the stuff that we're talking about um because of more than ever now you know taking a repairable vehicle that is roadworthy to a garage is just a big fat no at the moment because of the delays that we're seeing so if you're in a protocol where you have to agree the period you're going to be paying for that so maybe having a look at some of these protocols is probably worthwhile um as
0: well at the moment um thinking about the backdrop of everything i'm just talking about Well I'm sure we could talk about inflation all day long from the sounds of it but you did mention another main theme for 2021 and that was change.
1: Yeah and I think again it could take up a podcast all on its own and the amount of change that we're going through as an industry um, not just in relation to claims but also in relation to work and practice how we're managing our claims team from home you know it's been a really um, turbulent year for everybody but That's going to continue as well into 2022. So, you know, we are expecting um, continued inflation. We are expecting more change. So um, I think 2022 is going to be um, as interesting as 2021 has been.
0: So it might be good to recap here at what we are saying we're going to see this year in 2022.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, lots of reports in the press are saying that um, 2022 is expected to be loss-making for motor insurers. Um, obviously, inflation remains high. Obviously, we've got the um, premium rates being suppressed due to the FCA pricing reform. So, you know, we are expecting 2022 to be to be harder because of this inflation increase and also um, claims volumes being back to increase. So, you know, I think one thing that we can definitely say about 2022 is that there is still uncertainty that lies ahead. Um, again, it's a whole topic on its own, what we're expected to see in 2022. So we are actually about to publish a Motor Thought Leadership piece on what we are expecting in 2022, um, specifically in relation to our predictions on inflation in the vehicle hire and damage arena. So that will elaborate on a lot of this in more detail. Um, like I, said, I don't want it all to be doom and gloom. You know, it is tough for us in the motor hire, in the motor damage and hire arena at the moment. Um, and like I said, I think you know, in inflation is inevitable. We cannot stop inflation completely because of it's there, it's, it's happening, and and you know, we cannot do everything to combat kind of the increase in parts and and the supply chain issues that we've seen caused because of Brexit and um, and COVID. Um, but there is, like I said, and some of the stuff we've touched on today, there is lots we can do to negate it and make it a lot better than it can be. And I think that's the important bit to focus on really.